Welcome to episode 76 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. As always, I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for listening today. I am stoked that you are taking some time to improve your photography. Now, this podcast is part of the educational arm of my photography business, Robert Massey Photography. We focus on crafting beautiful images in the great outdoors, and we sell a variety of prints of mountains, lakes, Calgary, Banff, now that I am based out of here, and beyond. And you can check out all the photos we have available on robertmasseyphotography.ca right alongside the show notes for this episode and every other episode we have done. All right, let's get on with the show. A couple of weeks ago, my wife and I packed up and moved to Banff, Alberta. This beautiful, gorgeous, tiny mountain town is just the perfect place to be located. And we are incredibly lucky to have the opportunity to live in this beautiful town so close to the fantastic scenes and places that I love to spend my time. It's been a tremendous transition so far and has reinvigorated my photography and my enjoyment of it. One of the things this transition has helped me realize is the importance of having a purpose and a project to work on with your photography. For the last few months in Calgary, I felt like my work was becoming a bit stale. It was hard to find the drive and motivation to get out and shoot all the time, and really, I couldn't get out to the mountains as often as I wanted to with the new job I had taken on. So, it was really hard to find a passion behind continuing to shoot. And it felt like I had started reproducing the same photos over and over and over and over again. But now... I've moved to Banff, and I've found a new motivation with my photography, and it's not because I am moved into this beautiful location. It's because I have a purpose behind my work again. I have projects I can work on with my photography. The organization I work for here constantly needs new assets of the area, the big attractions and the tiny moments, the beautiful mountains, just everything that is out here. So when I'm out in the evenings, I have a purpose for taking photographs something to look at and look out for and create while I'm out exploring. And this feels great because I have a reason to be behind the camera again and projects really help drive my creative purpose. Now, this brings me to what we're going to talk about here today. And that's how important it is to have a project with your photography. Because without one, without a project, without a driver, you can really start feeling lost and unmotivated to get out and create. And this is especially true if you're someone who is shooting without clients and without a full-on reason to be out there. If you're like me and you're out just creating new art, it can be really hard to keep doing that. For some people, having clients give them projects and having weddings to shoot and portrait sessions and all sorts of other things is great. And that's exactly the motivation they need to get out and keep shooting and keep creating, keep making new things. But for some other people like myself who were out creating art and just documenting what was going on around them all the time, it can be really hard to find that driver and that motivation to keep shooting. And this is where photography projects come into play. So let's talk about them and how you can pick one up to help you get out shooting and motivated to create and improve your photography because projects will force your creativity to grow and will make you a much better photographer. Even if you're working with clients all the time, having your own personal side project is great for increasing your creativity and increasing what you know about photography. All right, firstly though, what is a photography project? So a photography project can be anything as long as it relates to you creating images. It could be as simple as you taking a selfie in the mirror every day, or as arduous as documenting the peaks of the tallest mountains on every continent, or showing off what's happening in your city, just whatever around you. They can be big, they can be small. Just make sure it speaks to you and encourages you to stretch your creative limits. Don't make this something safe and easy. 
Think deeply about a project that will mean something to you. And if the idea of creating it scares you just a little, all the better. Then you are heading in the right direction. Now, some projects are personal explorations of the world around you. Some are documenting things happening in the world. Others are exploring your creative limits. And even others are exploring the absurd and the weird and the crazy. Really, what you're looking for is whatever calls to you. Whatever seems like a project that will encourage you to get out shooting, that's the photography project you should work on. Now, photo projects can be a massive commitment and intimidating to get started, but they don't have to be. They can honestly be pretty straightforward. So how do you come up with an idea for a project? That's the greatest place to start. That's the first place you need to start when you're thinking about creating your own photo project. Keep it simple off the bat if things don't just pop into your head. I know there's some people I've talked to who are like, oh, I could do this, oh, I could do this, oh, I could do this, oh, I could do this. And then they can just start formulating ideas and build out from there. I unfortunately am not one of those people who can just sit and brainstorm. I need inspiration coming at me from other sources. One of the things I really love to do is start by going for a walk through my community, sans camera, and look for things that interest me. And you should be doing the same thing. Go for a walk, don't take that camera with you, and look for things that interest you. Maybe there's a photo project there about all the local shop owners, or maybe there's something around the gentrification of the area. Really, you're just looking for what is happening in that community you live. It's great to just start by walking out your door. It's really easy to think about photo projects of documenting the monuments of the world and things like that, but let's be realistic here. That's a lot of money, a lot of time, and a huge commitment, and most of us do not have the ability to be able to do that. So start by just walking out your front door and seeing what is right there and that could offer you some of the best photo projects in the world. Because really your community has an emotional connection to you. And that's what will make this photo story work so well. And the accessibility to be able to go and create right when you can. Not having to get on a plane and dedicate weeks at a time to being able to go take these photos. You can do it for an hour in an evening. So start by walking out your door. And don't stress about it. This isn't a stressful project. This is a reflective and thoughtful one. Just focus and think throughout the whole walk. And that's really what's important here. All right, besides going for a walk, you could also turn to other great photo projects for inspiration. Try picking up photo books that speak to you and look at all different kinds. This provides your brain with creative fodder to start piecing together what your photo project could be. After all of this, sit and reflect. Find somewhere quiet and peaceful that will give you time to think by yourself and actively focus on the project. Let yourself piece pieces together and formulate an idea. Now, a project may come to you instantly after going for a walk or even after going for a walk and reading a book and then be like, yes, I know exactly what I'm doing. Or you may have to spend some time exploring to find the one that really speaks to you. And you might have to read through 10 or 15 photography books and flip through and take a look at what they've done as their projects. And then go for another walk through your community or, you know, drive an hour out of town and go for a walk for somewhere that you love and that you feel a deep connection to and just look around and explore and something will eventually populate into your mind. And don't start getting into that self-censoring mindset. When you start coming up with an idea for a photo project, just lean into it and explore it and see if it's worthwhile. Don't go like, oh, no one's going to want to read that or, oh, no one's going to want to look at those photos or start calling your ideas silly or anything like that. Really, There is nothing wrong with coming up with a great idea and exploring it and seeing if it is something you really want to follow through on. So don't self-censor while you are doing this. And here's the other crux to this. Don't use the exploration phase as an excuse not to get out shooting or exploring. It's important to reflect, but don't procrastinate. No photo project is perfect and it's never going to get done if you don't start. 
And honestly, if that project's not working, you can always walk away. The important thing here is to start, to really start shooting that photo project when you have an idea and to not self-censor your creativity. Go with it, lean into it. Even if it seems weird and different, lean into that. People love seeing things that are new and different and stretch your creative boundaries. All right, once you've got an idea, the hard work really begins, but it's the fun work. So let's get on to bringing your photo project to life. Now, one of the best ways you can bring a photo project to life is to think about restrictions on your art. Yes, I know that sounds really counterintuitive, but restrictions are fantastic for driving creativity. Because honestly, sometimes having the option to choose between everything can limit your creativity. Instead, focus on how you want to document this project and put purposeful limitations on how you will do it. Because if you try to shoot everything everywhere in the world, that photo project doesn't mean anything. So are you going to shoot everything with a single fixed 35mm prime akin to some really classic street photography? Or a fixed 50mm? Or maybe being digital is giving you too much latitude, so how about finding an old silver plate camera and creating your project that way? You could choose only to use classic film lenses on your digital camera for a certain look that you want. Or shoot just one time period or one location or whatever feels suitable for this project. That's what I'm trying to get across here. You need to find the restrictions that are going to be suitable for the project to stretch your creative boundaries, show it off properly, and really give you a cohesive set of images. And really, the important thing here with the restriction is don't start cheating once you've put a restriction in place. Stick to it. Even when it gets hard, there's going to be a moment where you're out shooting, you're like, oh, I really wish I had that 16 millimeter focal length right now so I could get everything into the scene. But you've chosen to shoot everything with a 200 millimeter prime. It's a huge difference there. But really, use that telephoto length to your advantage in this situation. Don't wish for what you don't have. Use what you have right in front of you and lean into those restrictions. That's what's going to make this project really important and pop for you. Now, here's the key to restrictions. They can't be chosen randomly. They need to fit the project and the feeling you are going for. 35mm portraits are great, but they have a certain flair and aesthetic to them, and does that aesthetic fit what you are trying to get across in this project? If you're looking to document all the birds in your area, you're probably going to need a long telephoto lens as that 8mm fisheye isn't going to cut it here. You're going to want that 400 or 600mm lens to really show off those birds. Once again, this comes down to the critical thinking phase, and you will need to experiment for a bit to understand what feels right with this specific project and think critically about the project itself. For example, Banff adventure photographer Paul Zizka, who I talk about a lot on here because his work is sublime, just released a photo book full of aerials of the Canadian Rockies called Aloft. And this book features two restrictions very prominently right in the title on the front page. All the images are here in the Canadian Rockies, and they are all aerials, which in the mountains typically means helicopters and maybe the odd small plane. Now, he created this photo project with a pretty straightforward set of restrictions, and I don't know what restrictions he put on his own shooting in the back end. But the ones that he put into the public eye, the Rockies and the aerial bit, make it for a much more compelling and exciting collection than just a bunch of random aerial shots from all over the world. The limitation added a reason to the shoot, which added a reason for the book to be there, which gave me a reason to want to look at it and explore it. And that is really important for your project. Your project needs to have a reason, and those limitations can really give you that reason. All right, so you've thought through what would make an exciting project. You've added restrictions. Now all that's left is to head out and get shooting. This is the fun part, but also the daunting part. 
Don't get intimidated and set yourself incremental goals that will show you the progress you are making on the project. If you set yourself a goal of publishing a book all about mountain peaks in the Canadian Rockies, it can be daunting to start looking at how many mountains you have to climb and how many meters of elevation and the hundreds of kilometers and the amount of camera gear you need and just everything. All of a sudden, even I'm getting a little bit like anxious here and it's not even my project. It's totally theoretical. So breaking out your project into incremental goals will make it much easier to get started. We'll give you an idea of what you are doing and how you are going to do it. But okay, wait, now why? Why would you bother doing a photo project at all if it's going to be this much work? How is a photo project actually going to make a difference in your photography? Well, firstly, the obvious. You'll get out shooting and using your camera. And practice will incrementally make you better. Even if the practice isn't completely focused, it will make you better. But having a project will get you out shooting and that will definitely make your photography significantly better. Now, beyond that, it gives you a purpose and a drive. Shooting randomly can be fun for a while, but it quickly loses interest because you don't have a focus. With a photo project, you are given a reason, and a reason is a powerful, powerful thing. It keeps people alive, it drives the human race, and it engages our creativity. Your photo project should drive you to pick up that camera and get out shooting and want to keep documenting it. So... It really should challenge you and stretch your creative limits, and that should excite you and want you to get going with it. And there you go. The why and how of starting up a photo project in really basic and simple terms. Photo projects are really just collections of images about one specific subject, art style, technique, area. It's about something. It's a collection of images about something that means something to you. So go, think, and create a project. Or do you have something that has constantly nibbled away at the back of your mind and you've never put the work into making it come to reality? Now is the time to do that. Get out there and make it happen. Stop self-censoring your creativity and make it happen. Now, thank you so much for listening. I really do believe in people letting their creativity fly and seeing what comes of it. Thank you so much for staying with me through to the end here. I always appreciate it and I always love the conversations I'm having with each and every one of you. Now get out there and create a photo project. This world is improved dramatically when people just let their creativity out the door and really photo projects should help you do that. And they can make a huge difference for you personally and maybe for the community around you. So go create, don't self-censor. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can find them online at robertmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes, and you can connect with me on Instagram at robertmasseyphotography. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so stoked that you have chosen to be here listening and improving your photography. Keep it up. Keep at it. All right, let's adventure. Bye for now.